Hello everybody, this is Jessica and Sadie. We're your hosts for the amazing Rewatch, and today we're talking about Oh my gosh, I tried so hard to hold in that sneeze. (laughs) I said, are you ready to record? And Sadie said yes, and then was not ready. (laughs) We're talking about season three, episode eight. The original air date was November 27th, 2002. And we're getting down to the end. We have five teams left. Just a little bit of a recap from last time. We were in Germany and Austria, and Flo and Zach used their fast forward, and they checked in first, and then Andre and Damon were eliminated. They had all those problems at the airport and then fell asleep on the train and <laughs> just could not stay in the race. So here we are. Like I said, Flo and Zach checked in first last time, so they are the first to depart today at 10.02 p.m., and the route info says, drive yourself to Augensternoff Farm <laughs> and find a clue in the pile of hay, like a needle in a haystack. And there's a map enclosed in the route info for reference. But before they head out, they kind of do just like a little recap of what happened in the, the, the mandatory rest period. rest period. And there's some flirting going on between Flo and Drew. Yes. Which is interesting because she is possibly going to, like... Wants to date Zach. Yeah. (laughs) And it makes me wonder, was Drew the one last episode that said that she was... Nasty? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know which one of them said it. I feel like probably not. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not because that wasn't very nice. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Even though it wasn't necessarily not true. Yeah, it wasn't untrue. But, um... Yeah, I feel like just the little that we know of Flo's personality. If somebody said that to her, I don't think she would like them. So it's probably mm-hmm. the other one. Yeah. But we don't know for sure. Yeah, so that kind of makes its way into the episode throughout the... They just, they need to like cut their hair differently or something so that we can tell them apart. I know, they both wear glasses. They both, not all the time, like just in like their driving times. And, yeah. yeah. And have the exact same haircut. <laughs> yeah, they make it so hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, Flo and Zach head out to that farm, and there's just this barn with a huge pile of hay, and they have to find it, and he climbs on the top and finds the clue, like, really fast. Instantly. Yeah. And it says, your next clue is waiting in the thunder of the Rhine Fall. Well, you have to get on the ferry at Friedrichshaven and travel to Switzerland, and then take the train to Schaffenhausen, (laughs) and then... Um, get to the route marker on the rock next to the Rhinefall, which is the largest waterfall in Europe. There's a lot of really long names in this episode. Mm-hmm. German names, so <laughs> we'll do our best. Hausen. <laughs> yeah. I was curious, though, like, where this ferry was that they had to take, because I was like, okay, both Germany and Switzerland are landlocked countries, and I know there's rivers and stuff that go through them and across the borders of all these European countries, but... It's like a lake that they have to take the ferry across. I Google mapped it because I was like, what is, what exactly is this ferry that they're taking? So. Yeah, they were like in southern Germany and they're, yeah, just right in between where they need to get is this huge lake, but it is interesting. Seems like it would have been faster to just drive. (laughs) Drive around it. They probably wanted something that equalizes them though, Mm. because that does happen. We'll come to that though. So Derek and Drew are next to leave at 1244 a.m., 
John Vito and Jill at 12.45 a.m. and Terry and Ian at 12.53 a.m. So they're all kind of right there together. So that fast forward did put Flo and Zach pretty far ahead. Yeah, like almost three hours. The flat tire put Ken and Gerard pretty far behind because they Mm -hmm. didn't leave until 2.42 a.m. So that's about two hours behind. And it seems like Terry and Ian are kind of the new targets right now that everybody's like we don't like them yeah i think they're doing a lot better than anybody expected and like we said they're always just like getting by from by the skin of their teeth like it's that it's always stressful yeah (laughs) but they're making their way up which is good for them and really at the end of the day it doesn't matter if you come in second to last every leg yeah (laughs) as long as you can keep the only one that matters is the last one (laughs) uh well Zach and Flo get to that ferry terminal or stop and find that it doesn't leave until 5.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a bummer for them because they were so far ahead. That's a long time to wait. Terry and Ian and John Vito and Jill and Derek and Drew are trying to find the haystack. And the twins and John Vito and Jill did find it. And then... They come across Terry and Ian who are looking for it and they like roll down their windows and they're like, did you find it? And they both say, no, we didn't find it, even though they did. Yeah. And the twins didn't seem to feel bad about it at all. John Vito and Jill kind of did, though. She's like, we're going to hell. (laughs) But I don't blame them for not saying something. No. But Terry did not like that. She brings it up several times in the next little while. Because they all end up at the ferry terminal at the same time, waiting mm-hmm. to go. And so they kind of... she She's, like, talking to Ken and Gerard and telling them what happened and all upset. And it's like, all right, well, it's a race. It's, yeah. Like, what do you expect? I mean... We're getting down to the end. Yeah. The, it was, like, an outright lie. I can, Yeah, they could have said, well, we don't want to tell you. Or not even roll down their window and keep driving. Yeah, just drive away, not even stop for them, but... I don't know. I would probably be annoyed if I was the person that was lied to, but I would probably... <laughs> I'd probably also be like, okay, whatever. It's it's the name of the game. Yeah. Once they get off the ferry, they have to run to the train. And there's a one-hour train ride to get to Schaffenhausen. Mm-hmm. And they all make it on the same train. Yeah. It's something that... <laughs> I think it was Gerard said on the train. It was like, Zach's back must hurt because he's carrying Flo this whole time. And she just laughs. And Yeah, there's a conversation on another train. They take a lot of trains on this yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when they get off this train, they all make a run for the taxis because they're all trying to get to that waterfall. Mm-hmm. But John Vito and Jill struggle to get a taxi. And they're really, like, stressing out. Which would be so hard to see everybody get a taxi. Yes. But it ends up working out for them. (laughs) Yeah. Because all the other teams get to the falls and they realize that there's a flag. They realize that the flag is on top of like a cliff, which is in in the waterfalls. And they have to take a boat to get out there. So the four teams get on the same boat and they're like asking if they can leave their bags and if they should and... Which means something is going to happen. They make a big deal to point out people are talking about bags. Yeah. So you know something's going to happen. 
because otherwise that would be nothing. They wouldn't even need to feature that. So John Vito and Jill miss that boat and they get on the next boat and they notice that the other boat is coming back with all the team's bags. So they decide that they're going to have Jill stay on the boat and hold the Hold the boat. I've said boat like 15 times in the last 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> While John Vito, John Vito runs up to get the clue. Mm-hmm. Which I thought... I didn't think they could do that. I thought they had to stay within like... I know. Because there's a lot of times in maybe future episodes or seasons where it's like... They're like, come here, come here, come here. They like don't even open the envelope until they're both right there. Yeah. They make it very clear that you both have to be reading the clue. Yeah. It's like they have to stay within what? Like 25 feet of each other or something like that. Yeah. Where... So I was surprised that that was even allowed. And I'm sure they changed the rules yeah. eventually. Yeah, so they have to stay close by each other and they can't read a clue without both people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's just sitting on the boat and like it's just bobbing there in the water and every other person is standing <laughs> just, on like, the dock s- staring, at staring at her and she is just she's like, like, like her head is up and looking looking at the sky <laughs> and like looking anywhere else except for at them. And it's so awkward and yeah, it's, it's funny. But, I mean, it's smart of her. She, yeah. They, they made a good choice. And, and she even says that. She's like, they're just jealous that they got out foxed. Yeah. So. Because the other thing is, the other boat can't dock while Jill's boat is sitting there. Yeah. She's blocking their boat from coming in. So. Well, well I would well. do the same thing. Yeah. If it was, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd make it so awkward. I'd be like, hey. <laughs> what's up? Yeah. It didn't seem like any of the teams, like were mad like oh she's cheating oh she you know mm-hmm. they understood that that she was just smarter than them yeah so they were just annoyed there's a lot of little towns that we go to in this i'm just going to give you a little bit of information about them so Schaff, schaffhausen it's not schaffenhausen we said that it's schaffhausen it's a town in a municipality in northern switzerland it's the capital of a canton of the same name so i think that's like a state of like a Mm c-a-n-t-o-n is what they call their states i guess it only has a population of about thirty-six thousand as of december 2016 that was the most recent time they have that information and there's a lot of renaissance era buildings still and it has like an old fortress there's lots of railway stations that are the junction between Switzerland and Germany and a lot of like connections to, to um, other parts of Europe. Also, like we said, the Rhinefall, which is Europe's largest waterfall, it's a great tourist attraction. The official language is the Swiss variety of German. Not not a lot of information on this What town. does the Swiss variety of German mean? I don't know. Each <laughs> Each one that I've looked up, it's like... Lucerne has like the Lucerne variety of yeah, German. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it does. So it's just like it local dialects yeah. of German, like Lucernic German or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like they each have like their own type of German that they speak. <laughs> Interesting. I wonder how different. I'm sure they can all still pretty much understand each other. Yeah, it's probably like a New York accent and a <laughs> Southern accent, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyways, the route info that they get here says, take yourself to the largest city in Switzerland, which is Zurich. You have to get there by train, and you'll find the historic town square called Lindenhof, and you'll find an officer that will point you to the underground vault to find your next clue. So, Zurich is 
not that far away from Schaffhausen, but they have to get there by train. And the boat driver tells the group of four teams that there's a train station, like, right nearby. Yeah, Rheinfall Station. Mm-hmm. But John Vito and Jill get off the boat, and they find out from someone that they need to go to a different train station. They need to take a bus there. Yeah. So they take a bus to the train station, get on the train, and then come back to the station where everybody else gets on. But they don't tell them that they're there. They're like, oh, we see all the other teams, but we're just going to let them think they're ahead of us or behind us. Or But all the teams think that John Vito and Jill are ahead of them yeah. on another train. Well, on this train is maybe one you're talking about. There's like a... Yes. They're joking with Flo about dating Drew, Drew and versus Zach. And yeah. Ian is like, I wouldn't let Zach go. He's a great guy. And Flo's like laughing. And Ian says, he puts up with all your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> she's too. like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's like... And it's funny because the way... She's like... T- she's standing there facing forward towards Ken and Gerard and Ian's behind her back. Yeah, just like making all these it's, snips. Yeah, it's like he's putting himself in the conversation and she's not even talking to him and he's like saying like, <laughs> don't let him go. Like he puts up, like you're you're losing a great guy. You're Like you're going to make a mistake and he puts up with all of your bowl and stuff. And she's like, yeah, yeah. Like she like, doesn't want to talk to him, but he just wants to tell her his opinion. He's inserting himself into the conversation. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Is there anything more to discuss about this? <laughs> At least it's not a Tara and Will and Alex situation. Oh, yeah. That was annoying. Yeah. But I think Zach is so cute and nice. Mm-hmm. I would probably go for Zach if I was. Yeah. The, the twins are too pretty. I know. They're like so perfectly chiseled. <laughs> that- <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Flo probably likes that. <laughs> Me personally, I would go for Zach because he's just like. He is cute. The boy next door. Yeah. He seems super nice. Yeah. So all the teams get off and find this Lindenhof. And the clue that they get is a detour. So the object of the objective of the detour is to get a six digit code to open up a vault because Zurich is like known for its banking. And Mm -hmm. I mean, that's in all of those like crime movies. I have a Swiss bank account. Yeah. It's count the money or run the numbers. And count the money is you have to count Swiss currency, which will be slow, but you don't have to go anywhere. And run the numbers is you have to run up to a mile and find different uh, places throughout the city that give you the numbers. Like they have to count the number of trees in this little square and they have to find the clock and the statue and then put the numbers together. Ken and Gerard choose count the money. So it's like a bowl, a glass bowl full of a bunch of coins and, doll- mm-hmm. and bills. I think I would have chosen that. I honestly, I think I would have too. Because it says up to a mile away and it's that the direction sounded confusing. It was like, yeah. And trees marked you, with a ribbon, add up the numbers of this clock, blah, blah, blah. And it, yeah. and it sounded way hard. And then if you don't get it, you have to go back and like run around again. Yeah. Everybody else chooses run the money though. Yeah. Run the numbers. And the they're numbers. the only ones that choose count the money. So the twins and Zach and Flo kind of team up and work together. And then all of the teams that do run the numbers come back while Ken and Gerard are still like not even halfway done counting the money. So they're like, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. But they all come back with the wrong numbers. Yeah. 
So I maybe think they, they would have just waited and saw what happened. Yeah. But he, they were like, mission abort, mission abort. <laughs> <laughs> abort, abort. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all making fun of him saying that. Like, we're not driving a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the correct answer is 12. So 12 was the number on that statue. 78 was the numbers on the clock added up. And 50 was the number of trees in the square. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because it says... Add up the numbers on the north-facing clock on the clock tower. I'm like, aren't all numbers all on every face? On every, or all numbers on every clock yeah. are the same. Wouldn't they all be 78? It was probably to throw them off. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. And then 50 of the trees in the square. And John Pino and Jill get it first mm-hmm. pretty quickly. And that clue says, make your way to Grindelwald, which is 121 miles away, and find a field with the route marker for your next clue i wrote down the young teams are all done yeah (laughs) which does not include terry and ian and ken and gerard yeah so they the team name for ken and gerard is oh brother Mm -hmm. and they even put that at the bottom like under their names (laughs) oh i didn't notice that oh brother that's funny (laughs) so that's kind of what they refer them to but it's appropriate yeah it fits them well yeah they're like oh brother they're funny um, the twins and Zach and Flo get the numbers next, and then everybody's making their way to the train. John Vito and Jill get there and get a ticket for the train, and they say they have three minutes to get to the train. Mm-hmm. And so they're running so fast, and they miss it by like 10 seconds. Yeah. So now they have to wait an hour. And they'll be with everybody else. Yeah. And then meanwhile, Ken and Gerard get the clue, and Terry and Ian are in there typing in the numbers and terry's like what's this what's the last one yeah and i don't know why she thought that they would tell her and it's another time where she's so offended that they yeah. don't give her the answer it's like terry you are in a race <laughs> yeah they, the whole point is to figure this out by yourself yeah. and they were super nice about it like ken was like i'm sorry honey just i'm yeah. sorry and he left and yeah so the first time she was lied to her face the second time he said sorry but no i would just I think it's better just to say sorry now. Yeah. Like, sorry, it's a race. Yeah. No, sorry. Sorry, but no. But instead of, like, lying. Yeah. She still wasn't happy about it, which it's like, okay, well, yeah, what well. are they going to do? You guys are tied for last. You don't know where you're going next. Yeah. Of course, they're not going to give it to you. Well, let me tell you a little bit about Zurich. <laughs> Zurich was the airport that we had our layover in. Yeah. I was going to say, this was a very <laughs> cute town. It would have been great to actually see part of it, except for the airport. The one, I think we told you about that this yeah. season. The few episodes ago. Yeah. So that's the infamous Zurich. <laughs> um, it's the largest city in Switzerland, but it's not the capital. Mm-hmm. Do you know the capital? Bern. Yes. Of course I know the capital. <laughs> it's in the north central, it's in north central Switzerland. It's has 443,000 people in the municipality and about 1.8 million in the metropolitan area. It is a hub for railway, railways, roads, and air traffic. The official language is German, but it's a Zurich dialect of German. Mm. Zurich is home to many financial institutions and banking companies. It's one of the most expensive cities in the world to live. It's well known for its public water fountains. It says, no matter where you go in the city, you will ne- never be far from a fountain issuing high-quality drinking water. It's recommended that you take a long-lasting water bottle with you on your trips around switzerland and this city and you can fill up with crystal clear water 
It's so proud of its fountains that it employs a team of experts full-time that actively check and maintain the quality and cleanliness of the water. If we could have walked around and yeah. got some Zurich, Zurichian water, well, how would you... Zurichian? I don't know. <laughs> Zurich. Zurich. I don't know. Yeah. Like Swiss, Swiss Swiss water. water. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like from a... That just makes me want to have a drink of my water right here. <laughs> yeah, probably from like a crystal clear spring mm-hmm. from the Alps. We grew up in a town that had really good water too, though. Oh, yeah. It like came from a spring. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Well, let me just tell you about the next one to get it out of the way. Because okay. they're on their way to Grindelwald. Yes. Which is a train ride away. It's not a lot of information about this either because it's not like a big destination. So it's a village in the municipality of the Canton of Bern. It's located at 1,034 meters or 3,392 feet above sea level. So when they're. That's it? Yeah. So when they're like running around at the end of this episode and they're like having a hard time breathing and they're like, the air is so hard to breathe um, because they're so high. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how high is that? Yeah. But Salt Lake City, which we're from Utah, Salt Lake City, which is not even the highest part. So there's like yeah. um, ski resorts even higher and stuff in Utah. Salt Lake City is 4,200 feet. Yeah. Well, like our hometown is 6,000 feet. Yeah. So it's not that high. No. <laughs> but they have a hard time breathing. And Flo said the air is so thick. Yeah. That's what I was like. It's I was not like, thick, mm, it's thin. It's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. But it is known for, it's like, it's in the Alps and... It's well known for its cable cars and trains that take you right into the mountains and you can it's like a haven for hiking and biking and you can like walk right out of your hotel or chalet and hike and there's lots of winter sports facilities and stuff as well. It looks like a place out of a fairy tale. Yeah, like the quintessential like mm-hmm. then they call it the chalet, but it's Swiss like village. the Swiss village where there's like green and there's cows it's and like Disneyland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It looked so pretty. I wonder how far away, like, the Matterhorn is from here, from Grindelwald. And I also think of, obviously, like, the Harry Potter franchise. Yeah. I actually haven't seen those movies yet, but the Fantastic Beast ones? It's not that far, but it takes a long time to get there. Let's see. Matterhorn? It's, like, four-hour drive. But you have to go, like, a roundabout way. Like, around the Alps to get there. Yeah, I was going to say, it's through the mountains. I worked in Shenandoah National Park for, like, a season. So it's in, like, the Appalachian Mountains. And we had a lot of tourists that would come from, like, Florida. And be like, oh, how do you breathe here? The air is so thin. Mm -hmm. And I just, every time they would say that, I'm like, well, I live in the Rocky Mountains. And this is nothing. So it's just kind of funny. That wouldn't even be that I know, it was like maybe 30 or 3,000 feet. Yeah. It wasn't very much. So it's just kind of funny how... It makes a huge difference. You don't even realize it. We just are so used to it. Mm -hmm. So if you're not used to it, it seems harder, as Flo will come to say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so where were we? They're on their way to Grindelwald. Yeah, so like we said, John John Vito and Jill missed that train, and so they're stuck with everybody else again Mm -hmm. which is a bummer so they find this field they go through lucerne which you've been to lucerne right yeah is that where you went in switzerland yeah so they just drive through there i'm sure there will be a season in the future that we actually go to lucerne 
and we'll tell Probably. you more about it but it's beautiful it's literally like the prettiest place i've seen in my whole life mm-hmm. i had a um friend from high school can we say people's names on this podcast do you remember katie curtis yeah she served her lds mission in switzerland and then she met and married somebody and she lives in switzerland now that's amazing yeah i would love to live there i know she and a lot of people speak english i feel like you could live mm-hmm. there as an american and you know learn german but a lot of people speak english but it's so pretty she just ran the stockholm marathon oh dang yeah i know <laughs> so katie curtis if you're listening i do follow you <laughs> on <laughs> facebook and i see what you're up to and i'm jealous that you live in such a pretty place yeah they're on two different trains i think but they're they, on two different trains from they're from Zurich to Lucerne. They're two different trains, but they meet and up. And then they meet up and go to Grindelwald. Yeah. And there's just like a random field. I don't know. They just yeah, tell just them to find, find a field. field. <laughs> Any field. Yeah. And they get there and the roadblock is there. And it says, relive the story of William Tell. Shoot an apple with your crossbow. <laughs> and off that person. Head. Yeah. Off a child's head. But the child is a mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> made sure to point that out the child in this case is a mannequin (laughs) oh thank goodness (laughs) no children were harmed in the filming of this episode (laughs) yeah it's like a creepy like no face mannequin too (laughs) they have to choose an instructor to assist them and show them how to do it and it says that person (laughs) that person should be ready (laughs) that person should be ready to take a shot at success and they all have to hurry and choose who's going to do it because they're all there. They're all there at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. And Ian, he's like, I'm a retired police officer. So this I'm doing this help. one. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know that about you, but that totally checks out. Yeah. <laughs> it's all making sense now. Yes. We love police officers. Our dad used to be a police officer, actually. Yeah. But he doesn't speak like Ian does. No. <laughs> we have a very nice and... Uh, gentle dad yeah <laughs> i don't know what the word to describe him yeah he's, he's not harsh <laughs> yeah not usually like especially at the end of this episode yeah so the people who do it are ken zach john vito ian and Derek. Mm-hmm. john vito struggles because he can't wink with this eye <laughs> I know. I was like, "What is that? Like, what do you mean? You can't because you have to close one eye to aim." I know, but he's like, he "How could you not just close one eye?" I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, because you have like a dominant eye. Yeah. And so I, I have the same problem. So when I'm right-handed, but my dominant eye is my left eye, so to like be able to aim and shoot, I have to shoot left-handed. That's why I shoot left-handed. Because I can't aim with my left eye or my right eye. Yeah. That might be my problem because I'm not a very good shot, but I don't, <laughs> I don't like to do it anyway, so I don't even test it out or <laughs> practice or yeah. try. So because we like we trap shoot, skeet shoot in our family. I mean, not all the time, but like once a year for Christmas or whatever. And I'm a pretty good shot because and I, I shoot left handed because I can see out of my left eye. <laughs> I usually just go sledding with the little kids. <laughs> <laughs> um. So if we have this, you'll probably just do it. Yeah. <laughs> And I, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, if we have a shooting task, Jessica will definitely oh, be. for sure. <laughs> but he still isn't able to get it when he switches hands either. Well, because he's not used to shooting left. Or maybe not at all. I, I guess. Because yeah. he struggles both ways. So, 
And then Terry is like, come on, Ian, good job. And he's like, don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she's like trying to be supportive. He's like, nope. But the first one to get the, to shoot the apple is Zach. And they get the clue to go to the pit stop, which is the chalet Arnica, an iconic Swiss home at the foot of the Alps. And they head there. And it seems like it's close enough to go on foot. Well, they think. They think, yeah. But also, it's a small town. There's not very many taxis. Yeah. So Ken got it right after, and then Ian, and then Derek. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of just like one after the other. But John Vito's still having a hard time. And then this is kind of a foot race, and we can see here how important it is to be in shape when it comes down to this, because Derek and Drew literally pass everyone like so fast. I know. So they fast. are just like hoofing it up that mountain yeah. and. They don't it even is look out of breath. I the whole way there is uphill. uphill yeah, and they pass <laughs> they everybody. like stop for directions, like a bunch of them. It shows them, and like they just say, "Go up, go up, go up, yeah, go up, go up, <laughs> up. <laughs> just stop." <laughs> Flo is really struggling. Yeah, this is when she says, "The air is so thick, I can't even breathe." <laughs> but like we said, opposite. But she's having a hard time, and she gives her backpack to Zach. And then she's like, Zach, hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, also they have to, they climb over several barbed wire fences and he has to like lift her up. Yeah. And pull her over. He's literally carrying the whole team. Yes. Has she even done a roadblock? I don't know. I'm sure she has, but. She, yeah, she like tells him to hurry up when he's carrying all of her stuff. Yeah. Well, speaking of the barbed wire, like Terry and Ian. Because they all cross that barbed wire fence and run through a field, and Terry and Ian decide they don't want to do that. They want to stay on the street. So they're kind of taking a different route. Then John Vito and Jill finish the roadblock. And I'm thinking, like, they can probably outrun Terry and Ian in this situation. So it's all going to be real close. And it's kind of just, like, super intense. We're switching back and forth, like, showing all the teams, like, trying to find where they're going, asking for directions. Terry's pants are falling down. And (laughs) And what does Ian say? He says, this is more important than your pants falling down. Yeah. I think that was actually the title of the episode. (laughs) She's like, no, it's not. He's like, you're not modest anyways. (laughs) Didn't hear that. What does that mean? I don't know. That she, like, pulls him up, and he's like, good job, babe. You did it. (laughs) Okay, now you're supportive? (laughs) She pulled her pants up? Yeah, the whole time, she's literally, like, so far behind him, and he's just, like, yelling at her, keep up, keep up, come on. He's like, do the one, two, three, do the one, two, three. He's just saying all these weird, like... Yeah, like, police metaphors. I don't know. know. Hurrah. Yeah. He says that every pit stop. But she's kind of getting frustrated because he's just like yeah. leaving her in the dust and trying to make her hurry and she's going as fast as she can. Yeah, that's where the age definitely shows is mm-hmm. in these kind of like foot races. Yeah. And Ken and Gerard, they find some stairs because somebody says, okay, take a left at the church. So they find this church, but they find some stairs that kind of go past the church. I think is kind of what it seemed like. Mm-hmm. So they go up these stairs and they're trying to climb this hill and it's like so steep. <laughs> so steep. And that turned out to be not a great idea because they just kind of got lost. Then, yeah, Derek and Drew passed everybody up and they check into the pit stop as team number one. They win another Kodak camera. Yeah. I mean, not 
maybe not them another one but that's another another first place, first price. place. yeah and that, that's what i was thinking i was like what happens if like the same person wins two legs in a row or like we've had kodak cameras for four legs what if the same yeah. person or the same team won all four legs they just get just four cameras each sell it <laughs> oh, yeah. this is an authentic amazing race <laughs> kodak. you probably get more out of it than just a regular camera mm-hmm. and then Flo and Zach are right behind them. Mm-hmm. Team number two. I don't know if you already said this. This is when John Vito and Jill get a taxi. Yeah. They're like, let's just do, take it. They probably like found the only taxi, though. Like Nobody yeah. else found one. But it's good they did because they would have been, I mean, not necessarily good, but it cut off a lot of time yeah. for them. And then team number three was Terry and Ian. And so John Vito and Jill get out of their taxi and they see Ken and Gerard in the distance. Yeah. They're like, and there's another team. Yeah. Go. They, like, run so fast. Yeah, all four of them are running so <laughs> fast because they think this is literally, like, life and death. Like, yeah. you're going to be eliminated. And But Ken and Gerard barely make it before them. It's mm-hmm. team number four. And then John Vito and Jill check in right after them. Team number five, last place. But it's a non-elimination, which I think we all kind of knew that was coming. Yeah. And they like, probably did, too, because... It has to be a non-elimination. Yeah. There hasn't been one yet. And we're, we're down, to, ha- we're down to five teams, and there's three non-elimination legs. Yeah. So, and Jill is like so out of breath. And she yeah. like she's like, I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> she collapses, and John Vito's so nice. Or he's like, sit down, sit down. And she's like, no. He's like, just sit down and relax. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I just they were kind of they were like at the front, and then the last, and then the front, and the last. This whole leg, mm-hmm. they were first place and last place, and. They were just still so nice and supportive of each other. Like, they've never said one mean thing to each other. Yeah. This whole time. They are getting along really good. They are doing well. And, like, I think we talked about they kind of just fly under the radar, but always mm-hmm. come in. And and we're seeing a lot more of them now that there's not as many teams. Mm-hmm. And that's why we haven't seen them very much is because they get along and yeah. they're just nice to each no other. Drama, and nice no Nice to other people. Yeah. And, which is good for their relationship <laughs> but not good for the ratings you're boring <laughs> but i thought this was a pretty good episode because everybody was really close the whole time yeah it was intense and you know they were mm-hmm. there wasn't like a oh this this, is, this person's for sure gonna we're win just gonna, yeah we're just gonna count them out yeah there's no way yeah it was a good episode i think and mm-hmm. they saw a lot of switzerland and it was really pretty and they didn't get eliminated, which is good. Cause, and also, when they were like running to the pit stop against Ken and Gerard, I was like, don't. I, I really like them, but I want Ken and Gerard to keep going. Yeah. Of, but I like both teams. Yeah. Between the two, Ken and Gerard are who I would want to stay, but I do really like John Vito and Jill. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any teams I don't like. Terry and Ian have their moments. I could see Flo and Zach go. Yeah. Just because of Flo. Flo. <laughs> Zach, and, Zach and Terry should stay. <laughs> yeah. Just be a team together. <laughs> Flo and Ian. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, the twins are doing better than I thought they would. When they took oh, yeah. last place in the first episode, or almost last, mm-hmm. I was like, they seem like they would do well, but they're probably not going to do well. But they've mm-hmm. done great. Mm-hmm. And so. people are really realizing it. Yeah. And they, they're still nice to people because people keep forming alliances with them. Uh-huh. But I think they're realizing, like, oh, we got to do gotta, something about yeah. these guys. 
I think and, but just, I like them, so oh. if they win, I won't be disappointed. Yeah. They're, like, nice and good-looking, but... At this point, I think any of the teams I would be okay with winning. Mm-hmm. Even Ian. Just to see, like, an older couple win, mm-hmm. I think, would be fun. I don't think they're going mm-hmm. to, but yeah, I wouldn't be sad. So, I think they're going to fly somewhere. Yeah, because sure. they're in, like, a place that has close to an airport. And they've been in... They've been in Europe for a while. Mm-hmm. We came from where? Morocco. Morocco. And Germany. And they were in Scotland before that. And like South America before that, right? Mm-hmm. And how Portugal. many leagues do we have left? Well, there's five teams and still two more non-elimination. And there's... Well, see, this nine, was season... Ten. This is episode eight. There's, there's only three episodes left. I think we said there was 12 episodes, but I think there's actually only 11. But the blast is probably a double. A double. So, four legs left. So, probably Asia. Yeah. We're headed to Asia. We've Thailand. already been to China and Thailand <laughs> twice. Yeah. So. Maybe like Cambodia. Mm-hmm. Vietnam. Okay. Somewhere Southeast Asia, but not Thailand. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode because there's no elimination and no post-race statistics. So. Yeah. That is a good one. Yeah. That's all we've got today. So we will be back for episode nine. Thanks. Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theamazingrewatch. Or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review and share with your friends and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening. Bye.